had no clue that episode was called The One with the Lasagnas. I had no idea Monica made 12 lasagnas for her aunt. <laughs> the title of the show did not it's even appear to me or Whitney. There are three storylines going on here. Lasagnas, not one. Not one of them. I want to bring up the storyline of Ross and his baby. They go into their apartment. Joey throws his keys on the table. <laughs> and the table just falls right over. And then she just says, Paula made a pass at me. Welcome to Pivot, a friend's podcast with Whitney and Brianna. Whoopa! Pivot, pivot, whoopa! <laughs> so, all right, let's officially start with episode 12. The one. We're like already 12 weeks in. It's I crazy. know, right? It's crazy. And it's the one with the dozen lasagnas. I think that's a weird title because I'm like, what the hell does a lasagna have to do anything? I barely noticed it in this episode. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why they would like bring up the lasagnas, or maybe it's just I don't know. Maybe I would have called it some a few other things. I know. I was <laughs> going to say something, but I was like, well, maybe we should talk about alternate alternate uh, titles after. <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll talk about it first, so we don't spoil any surprises, right? Exactly. What you're thinking. Yes. Okay. Well, let's do our trivia questions that we talked about last week. Right. So, in this episode twelve, the one with the dozen lasagnas, Ross tries to think of how to get rid of Paolo. What was his idea? Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, it's pretty early in the episode. And it's, it's quite funny. Right? Yeah. <laughs> um, question number two. Joey and Chandler replace their kitchen table. What do they replace it with? So that one's fun because mm-hmm. it does kind of become like, is it iconic? A staple? It's just, yeah, a staple. It's just very different. It's very notable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And question number three. Paolo tries to seduce another woman while still dating Rachel. Who? Yeah, while he still dates Raquel. (laughs) Who does he go after? So, all right, let's get in there. Here's a little summary for you. Monica, this is the summary, like when you're watching it, um, because like I said, we own the DVD original box set series when it came out. And we also own it digitally. Once Apple iTunes got it, we bought it from them as well. For way less than what those DVDs cost when they came out. I can imagine. Yeah. So according to the DVD, not the DVD, I meant to say the digital copy, the one in Apple iTunes, um, that summary, all it said was, Monica makes 12 lasagnas for her aunt, who changes her mind. Like, that's pretty much it. And that's the whole episode, folks. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> Monica makes 12 lasagnas for her aunt who changes her mind. And then I added, and then spends the rest of the show trying to give them away. <laughs> Which is really funny because as we were talking about, it's like you would think that that would be like some major plot line. It's like when before we started recording, we were talking about like the three like kind of storylines. Yeah, storylines. Lasagna was- did not even get brought up once. <laughs> <laughs> like, let me guess. That wasn't one of them. <laughs> the title of the show did not it's even so appear to me or Whitney. There are three storylines going on here. Lasagnas, not one. Not one of them. That's not one of the ones I came up with. Or you. No. You and I are on the same page, and we did not include lasagnas. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was a kind of a funny joke, but yeah, as, as far yeah. as like having it be like a major like plotline or storyline. <laughs> now, I've been watching Friends for, I think, what, 25 years now? Now, that is insanity. I can't believe that, but I'm only going to say that because I have a mug, and it says like 25-year anniversary uh. of Friends. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with that, but that, that's insanity. Anyway, um, 
Yeah. What was the point of me saying this, Whitney? <laughs> there, there's I've been watching it. I think so probably you're going to go on. Yes. Yeah. I've been watching the show for a freaking long time. For as often as I have seen this episode, I had no clue that episode was called the one with the lasagnas. I had no idea Monica made 12 lasagnas for her aunt, 12 dozen lasagnas for her aunt, and, th- and that was the show. So just a dozen. I know, yeah, a dozen. <laughs> I was like, wait, I think I, I just said the exact same thing <laughs> I just said. <laughs> she made 12 lasagnas. Yeah. Yeah. 12 lasagnas. Dozen lasagnas. 12 dozen lasagnas. No. <laughs> dozen. dozen lasagnas. That would be. Now there's a storyline. Yeah. <laughs> they should have gone with 12 dozen lasagnas. Because until you and I had to examine it for right now for Pivot, yeah. a fabulous podcast, when you had no idea the stupid show was about 12 lasagnas. lasagnas. 12 dozen. Just one dozen lasagnas. I know. That's so funny. I'm like, really? I had no idea. I was like, I better Well, see, that's the thing. I was like, whenever you think, when you think about, okay, the one with, with the dozen lasagnas, I'm sitting here thinking like, you're like, really? There's I don't probably that. another episode <laughs> that I would have thought of before this one. It slipped my old mind. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really like, I was like, what? I need to pay attention. I tracked the lasagnas. I had to watch it and track the lasagnas. Because like I said, I've been watching the show my whole life. I had no idea it was about lasagnas. Because <laughs> it's not about lasagnas. lasagnas. Lasagna's isn't even a major storyline. Nope. <laughs> okay, my goodness. Well. All right, enough about the freaking lasagna's that are not even really in the episode. Let's get <laughs> in and, and we'll see. We'll see how many times we, you know, Let's get uh, some real mention lasagna's. Yeah. Well, if you don't mind, I want to bring up the storyline of Ross and his baby. Okay, well. Because it kind of starts off that way. Are we jumping right in or do you want to, like, I, did you want to say anything about the cold open? I thought it was kind of funny. Yeah, go ahead. You tell us about the cold open. I do have a note about it. There was, they're just all sitting around in the coffee house, and Ross starts humming a tune, and then Chandler joins in, and then everybody joins in, and they're humming the theme song to The Odd Couple. <laughs> and they pretty much go through the whole theme song. And then they're all like, yeah, okay. <laughs> and they're like tapping with pencils and pens on the paper. Yes. Well, after they get done, Ross then tries to throw in, uh, I think it's Bewitched. I Dream of Genie. Oh, I Dream of Genie. Thank you. That's it. was like, no, 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 we're done. We're done. <laughs> it's over. We're done. <laughs> no. Wait, okay, what was your note in that? I had to do research. Mm-hmm. I did not know what song that was. Oh, you didn't? No, and I was watching it with my husband, Hector, and I was like, I was like, Amor. I call my husband, Amor. <laughs> so I was like, Amor, what song is this? Do you know this? <laughs> and he's like, I think. That might be the odd couple. I had no idea. I never the odd couple was way before I was ever born. Um, but it was on Nick at Night, right? Oh, I have so no idea. I dream of Jeannie on Nick at Night. And what's insane is that Nick at Night used to play really old shows, so you could see like Lassie in black and white. I dream of Jeannie, I think, at some point. Mary Tyler Moore. I didn't watch it because it just seemed boring ass to me. But that was a huge popular show, I think, in the seventies. Yeah. Um. I just remember how boring the theme song was, and I was like, oh, 70s. So, but, and, and of course, I was much younger, so I don't think I really would have related to that or the odd couple as much. But I did know I Dream of Jeannie, so I did recognize that song. Mm-hmm. But, um, so after Hector said, I think it might be the odd couple, we looked up the odd couple, and sure enough, that's what it was. And I found out that the odd couple aired in 1970, mm-hmm. which is way before I was born. You know, it's funny because they did uh, like a reboot. Of the odd couple? Okay, what does that mean exactly? Reboot. Okay. Uh, does that mean new actors? They, they weren't trying to like, or maybe, I don't know, were they trying to redo it? I don't know. They brought it back, basically. Not the, and Matthew, Matthew, not like the original show. Okay, so modern times, new actors. Yes. Matthew Perry. 
was one of the. I did hear about that. Did you watch it? It's, it's, it's already. Uh, uh, was yeah, it yeah. terrible? I don't know. I, I, think, I thought it was pretty funny that I've only watched a few episodes, but mm-hmm. um, yeah. Anyways, but I, I thought that was kind of interesting too. I was like, huh. Yeah. You're going to star in that show. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, that's a um. He, uh, I actually I was thinking. I, I researched it too. I you know YouTubed. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Odd Couple theme song. I googled the odd, odd Couple theme song, but I thought that's what it was. I was like, I think this is the Odd Couple. I want to make sure, just so I don't say the wrong one. But yeah, it was. Yep. And they they kind of nailed it too. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good. I'm like, that's fine. I like the middle yeah. part. Yeah. Okay, so that was a cold open. Yep. <laughs> and then, yes. when the show gets going, I believe they are at the coffee house. Or maybe I'm confusing it with the last. No. One. Yeah, they're they're at Monica's. Oh, okay, never mind. They're at Monica's. And I don't know what happens, but Monica is... Oh, yeah, Monica's talking about her lasagnas. I think this is the most lasagna talk we get. Because this because is... the show pretty much opens with the lasagnas is why they called it that. Because, like, she's on the phone with somebody. And then you know, you hear her say Aunt Phil later, but go ahead. Yeah, I think they really want different names, like standout names for yeah. episodes. And so the one about lasagnas would be really different because if you called it the one where Ross finds out, that could almost mean, like, anything. Like, you could mm-hmm. call that... You can name a lot of episodes that. I think mm-hmm. there is a future episode that's called The One Where So-and-So Finds Out. Rachel. I saw it earlier. Yeah. Yeah, see, Rachel. So I was like, yeah. you know, maybe that was too generic or too general. Yeah. I mean, you could have called it something else, too. You could have called it something to do with Phoebe. Shoot, even calling it something to do with Joey and Chandler's, you know, new table. The one that whatever they replace it with. Like, that would have made even more sense. You get more yeah. time with that. So I just think they're trying to be really different with their titles. Yeah, I think so. It's going to make you think about... Uh, which one it is or whatever. Yeah, this one opens up, like you said, talking about lasagnas, and it's more different. I doubt well, we're going to have yeah. a lot of shows about lasagnas in this series. Let's just call this one the one with the lasagnas. <laughs> that's the, one, the one with a dozen lasagnas. Yeah. Yeah, because that's what, she's on the phone with her aunt, and uh, it's clearly been a mix-up. She made a dozen lasagnas mm-hmm. when her aunt wanted a dozen vegetarian lasagnas. And that's where the problem lies. Like, she did not make the vegetarian yeah, she's like, what am I supposed to do with a dozen lasagnas? And I guess she says some dirty, raunchy stuff because she's like, do you kiss Uncle Freddy, Freddy with that mouth, Aunt Sil? Nice, Aunt Sil. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Do you kiss Uncle Freddy with that mouth? Uncle Freddy with that mouth? So that's how she gets stuck with all these lasagnas that we don't really see. It's not like they're piled sky high or something in her kitchen. No, or at least I didn't notice them. Uh, yeah, Monica's trying to get rid of them. <laughs> yeah, so she's going to spend the rest of the show very subtly trying to get rid of them. Yeah. You have to pay attention or you might miss it. You might miss it the few times that she's like, hey, man, here's some lasagna. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So the whole thing with like Ross and the baby. So recall, Carol, Ross's ex-wife, is pregnant with his baby. And so this is the episode where they find out the sex of the baby. And so Ross goes to Carol and Susan's apartment. If you're just joining us. Susan is now with Carol, and Carol is Ross's ex-wife. So Susan is not at the apartment. It's just Ross and Carol, and she says, I got the test results of the amnio. Mm -hmm. And so Ross is obviously there to find out how is his baby doing. She says the baby is perfectly healthy, and Carol knows what they're having. And she's like... I thought this was funny. Oh, about the the sex of the baby? Tell us, tell us. Well, yeah, it's... um, Like she says, you know, I got the, the test from the amnio back, and he's like, and he's like, perfectly healthy baby. So they're like, okay, hug, you know, yay, yay healthy yay, baby, whatever. Yes, and then he kind of turns away from her and starts looking at a picture of <laughs> Susan and Carol. On the refrigerator. Yeah, and they it's like, 
<laughs> oh, I didn't know you, you and Susan met Huey Lewis. <laughs> and she goes, that's our friend Tanya. <laughs> He's like, yes, of course, course it's your friend. Of course it's your friend Tanya. <laughs> okay, I don't know who Huey Lewis is. I still don't. I do Huey not Lewis in the news. Who? Like Huey Lewis in the news. In the Musician. news. In the news. American singer-songwriter, Huey Lewis and the News, rock band. Okay, just so y'all know, Whitney is way more cultured in the music classics. Because remember, Mr. and Mrs. Hitting the Hippies, OG. And we'll call back. The OGs. Um, They're so great. <laughs> yeah, but I, Whitney's parents are cool. <laughs> Brianna spent time at Whitney's house. <laughs> right. We had a few parties, but you know. We were great kids. <laughs> um, but I just, I just thought that was funny when you okay. like. I'm, I'm seeing pictures of him. I'm seeing pictures of Huey Lewis. <laughs> I, I, I it's funny, it's really different in my head, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not like feminine looking whatsoever. That's what's so funny. No, no. Uh, that's what's hilarious. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, of course that's your friend Tanya. <laughs> I understand. Yeah. I understand. So, um. Carol asks Ross if, uh, <laughs> if she, like, well, do you, do you want to know about the sex? And he, his response to this is hilarious. He's like, um, you know, I'm just getting used to the, like, the idea of you and, Su you and Susan together. You throw in Tanya and bah! <laughs> it's like, no, the sex of the baby. <laughs> the sex of the baby, Ross. <laughs> Susan has a higher, I mean Susan, Carol, Carol has a higher pitched voice and she's like, the sex of the baby, Ross. <laughs> yeah. uh, he's like, oh, oh, yes. He's like, no, no, no. Yes, yes, no, 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 no. He's like, I don't he's, know. He's like, I think that's just one of the things that, you know, the baby is born and you look down and go, oh, there it is. Or, oh, there it isn't. <laughs> right. I try to do that. I, I would be so down with that. I love surprises. Mm -mm. No one ever surprises me. I've had very few surprises in my life and I love freaking surprises. So I thought. This would be an awesome surprise. And so when we had our firstborn, I was like, hey, what if we wait to find out until the day that baby is born? Hector was like, no, I can't do that. I was like, all right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not even sure if Ben would have waited. I don't know. I know. I didn't want to. I'm like, I got to know. <laughs> I got to know. I'm like, yeah, that'll be fun. We'll just wing it, you know, after he or she. No, because I'm like, I was like, I want to plan this out. I want to start getting clothes. I want to plan the nursery. I want to pick out names. It's like, I want to know what I'm in for. Oh, I started picking out names the day I found out I was pregnant. Well, and I, there's that thing, too, of picking out, okay, if it's a boy or if it's a girl, mm -hmm. picking out different names. Or if it's a yeah. or <laughs> Rain. <laughs> Uh, we're talking about a future episode, if you did not get that. Yeah, yeah so Ross anyways. doesn't want to know. No. So Carol's like, fine, I won't tell you. And then Susan shows up. Oh, wait, before I get to Susan, when Ross showed up, he's like, like I said, if you don't pay attention, you're going to miss this. Uh, see? see, we already missed it. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. As soon as Ross walked into Carol's place, he's like, hey, Monica sends this lasagna to you. Mm -hmm. So here's Since one of the lasagna. lasagna. <laughs> yeah, and she's like, is it vegetarian because Susan's vegetarian? I mean, Kara, yes. Okay. Oh my gosh. I'm Susan doesn't eat meat. <laughs> I was like, I have to cut myself up. Okay. Break my half a hop and pillow. Okay. If my awesome coworker knew face, he's going to be, he thought I was stressed today. And so at the end of the day, he was like, okay, are you better now? Are you not stressed? I was like, I wasn't stressed. I was just, <laughs> and pretending to type madly, like a mad woman. And I stayed. I actually worked an hour and a half more today. And all because of the power outage stuff last week, and we just have so much. And then 
People get the great idea of like, oh, let's have a two-hour meeting. Oh, and then I'll call a three-hour meeting. Oh, and then, hey, I'll call an hour and a half meeting. And we'll all have it on the same day and on top of this other people's work. So anyway, I was just like, oh my gosh, how are we going to do this? So I was typing frantically like a mad woman. And so my awesome coworker, he says, Papa, you know, he was like, you seem stressed today. And I was like, no, I wasn't stressed. I was just talking like a crazy person. He's like, and then we, I laughed and both of us said at the same time, that's stress. <laughs> I was like, no, I wasn't stressed. I was just, <laughs> so I was trying to meet a deadline and everybody interrupted me all day. So anyway, I think I drank my half a hopadillo too fast. I, I digress. Anyway, what was I saying? The lasagnas. So, yeah. Carol's like, is it vegetarian? Because Susan's a vegetarian. Ross hates Susan. Susan took his woman and his baby. <laughs> Susan gets to live with his baby. And Huey Lewis. And, <laughs> and so Ross is all like, smirking. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's vegetarian. And it's not. It's not. Ross, it's not. It's, it's got the meats. <laughs> It's got the meats in there. Anyways, now we can move on to enter Susan. Yes. Take over, Whitney. Um, Susan asks, <clears throat> um, she's like, well, like, yeah, everything's great. And they're like, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she says, um, what well, is it? Or yeah, what's well, the what, what, like what are we? What are we having? And, and Susan, like, uh, Carol actually says, uh, we're having, and then Ross is like, no, 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 person in the room who does not want to know what we're having. And so Susan basically says, like, are we having what we thought we were having? And Carol says, mm-hmm. And, they're and so they're like, like you know, giddy and whatever. And uh, <laughs> Ross is feeling very left out at this point. He's <laughs> like, um, what did we think we're having? And then they're like, kind of a breath drawn in, like they're getting ready to say something. And he's like, nope, nope, never mind. Don't tell me, don't tell me. All right. He probably wants, so, to, he wants to be surprised. So he ends up leaving, and then it's just like Susan and Carol sitting on the couch, and Susan's getting ready to say something, or she says something. Oh, yeah, they're like, like, whose parents should we call first? Oh, yeah, whose parents should we call first? And then the, like, buzzer, you know, when you, like, the little buzzer yeah, intercom. Yeah, apartment. Yeah, so Carol goes over, and she goes, hello. And, like, Ross is there going, oh, uh, never mind. So <laughs> I don't want to know. Because, <laughs> honestly, he was calling to be like, yes, tell me, but as soon as she's like, yeah. You know, he's all like, hmm, never mind. Like, he's all sad. Like, they're, they're, hey, there's that depressive Ross. Yeah. And you can hear, like, it sounds even funnier over the intercom. Yes, he sounds so sad. He's like, oh, never mind. Never mind. I want to know. <laughs> I don't want to know. <laughs> he talked himself out of it. <laughs> That's some willpower there. I'd be like, just tell me. It, just tell me. It is a really long time to go. It is. It's a Not really knowing, long time to go. Then, especially when you know that, like, now you have two other people that know. Yeah. Oh, and but then we see that because... We end up seeing the whole gang mm-hmm. at the coffee house. Mm-hmm. And Monica, okay, well, something happens. Ross is telling them about. Rachel, yeah, Rachel tells the, uh, so I don't know how you can, like, do that. How can you not know? Yeah, because he like, said he talked to Carol, but, but he's not going to know. Yeah, it's like, how, like how, can you, how can you not know, but Carol and Susan know? Mm-hmm. She's like, and Carol and Susan knows, and the doctor knows. <laughs> and Monica says, and Monica, or Monica knows. <laughs> and he's like, what? How do you know? She goes, well, Carol called and thanked me for the lasagna. <laughs> lasagna alert. <laughs> and I asked. She told me. <laughs> and then what's really funny is Joey says, well, what is it? And so Monica leans over and tells Joey. <laughs> so Joey knows. Like, because she tells him, like, it's a secret. Yes. And then they kind of play telephone. They all pass it down the line. Like, they all know. Because, like, Rachel's like, oh, I want to know. Like, so everybody's he's like, like, what, 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 no. <laughs> He is not thrilled at this point. Yeah, so 
Now Ross suddenly is the only one that doesn't know. Hmm. Ah! So he doesn't know what he's having. Oh, but, bless his heart. Yeah. But Ross... This is why I don't... I'm just tell me. Tell me what it is. Yeah. And, you know, they go on through the rest of the episode. Other stuff happens with everybody. And then the closing of this about Ross and the baby. And we'll touch on this for like a second later in another storyline. But mm-hmm. now, we really don't see a whole lot until the end of the episode. And right. Rachel has the line. And Rachel spoils it. She blurts it out. And Ross, of course, is there in the room. And she, te- and she tells well, Ross... she says it to him without even thinking about it. Yeah, because... Rachel's got something else going on. This is where the storylines cross. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she tells Ross, she's like, I'm sure your little boy is not going to grow up to be one. And then, like, the faces on Monica as she's, like, saying this, zooming over to Phoebe, looking back at Rachel, like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my oh, gosh. As soon as Rachel says it, like, she, her eyes get big and she's like, oh, my gosh. Like, yes, my, my, my little what? I'm having a, I'm having a boy. No. <laughs> no? Yes. And it's so cute. I think mm-hmm. it's so cute. Ross gets so excited. So excited. Like, I made a note. It's even actually, I called it my cutest moment. Not necessarily the funniest moment, but the cutest moment. Because he's like, I'm having a boy. He says the same thing in, like, different ways. I'm having a a boy. Yes, I'm having a boy. I'm having a boy. I'm having a boy. I'm having a boy. And at some point, he's like, I'm having a boy. I'm having a boy. Body movements that go in with it. You know, I'm having a boy. Well, it's cute. Also, like, when at the very end, like, the last shot of him, because he's like, he's like, not saying, like, a boy or girl, you know, he's like, when he's like, going, a boy, a boy, and he's like, he finally, I'm having a son. Yeah, and like, his face is just, him, like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I'm having a son. What I like is that Joey and Chandler run in because Ross oh, is yelling. No. Out yes. of excitement. Joey and Chandler run in from across the hall and they're like, you know, kind of like, what's boy got? And he's like, I'm, I'm having a boy. I'm having oh, no. a boy. Yeah, that's what it's like, a boy. And they're like, a boy. Yay. And then they're like, we already knew we that. Knew that. <laughs> <laughs> it was like all news to them. <laughs> hey, so cute. We already knew that. All the emotions that you see, Ross. Yeah. Surprise, happy, crazy excited, and oh crap, I've been hit with a ton of bricks. Well, yeah. The, <laughs> the father, the reality sets in. <laughs> yes. Yes. So it's so cute. It is. I like it. You know, there's a, at one point, Joey and Ross are talking, and... Ross still doesn't know if he's having a boy or a girl at this point because it's early in the show. And I put this down as one of my funniest moments. Yes, Winnie, you already know what I'm going to say. Yes. You tell us, Winnie. Did you think that was funny too? It was really funny. You tell it though. It was one of your funny moments. Okay. You do it. Okay. So, you know, Ross and Joey are talking about that he's having a baby and Joey's like, whoa, did you know that your baby's this big? And he like, I don't know if he says exactly how big it is, but he holds his two fingers out, like his thumb and his index finger, and he just shows how small the baby is at this you know, however many weeks Carol is. She's got to be around, like, five months because that's usually when you find out what you're having. Yeah, yeah, especially, like, sonogram. Like, nowadays, you can do a blood test and find out, like, way earlier if you want. Right. But back in the 90s, it probably was going to be sonogram more or less around five months, maybe even later. Yeah. So, but around five months-ish. And so he's got, he's like, this is how big a baby is. And he's, like, so (laughs) tiny. And it's so funny because Joey changes his voice. And he goes, hi, Daddy. (laughs) Moving his fingers up and down. He's just like, hi, Daddy. And I just think his voice is so funny. Just the way his voice is, hi, Daddy. That's what he's saying to me. Hi, Daddy. And he goes on, and he's all like, why don't you live with Mommy? Like, he's just ragging on Ross. He's like, why don't you live with Mommy? What's a lesbian? He said, why, why does she live with that other lady? Yes. And what's really funny is if you watch that, like, it looks like Malablanc has, like, a genuine smile. Like, he's trying not to laugh too hard at this. Like, He's, I mean, he's obviously, like, smiling, having fun with it, but yeah. it looks like he could break at any moment. <laughs> so 
probably. It's so funny. His voice alone. And he's like, "Hot and let's be it. <laughs> and Ross is not impressed. He's like, okay, okay. But they're both like, smile. Uh, it looks like David's from a pretty crack, too. It probably was hard to film that. <laughs> so funny. Hi, Daddy. Oh, stuff. <laughs> that first hi, Daddy just gets me. Hi, Daddy. <laughs> emotion in it yeah that, yeah it's so it's it's very memorable it's even though cute. i was like it's oh sweet. that's pretty much it but it's very memorable mm-hmm. it's very memorable everything having to do with the baby and wanting well, to because everything was spread out too like the whole like, yeah. baby stuff is like kind of peppered in yeah yeah and then it ended, the episode basically ended on yeah on him finding out yeah yeah him finding so out it's super very excited. sweet yeah do you want to talk about the boys next or oh gosh the meat yeah let's do it? let's do joey and chandler okay go ahead and tell us Whitney. yeah Okay, uh, so after the whole um, being in, at Monica's house and she's um, finding out about the mix-up of the lasagnas, you know, it's like Joey, like at the end of the night, you see Joey and Chandler like leaving her apartment and walking across the hall. And uh, of course, they're carrying a lasagna back. <laughs> <laughs> Don't blink. There's that lasagna again. Lasagna alert. So anyways, uh, they go into their apartment. Joey throws his keys on the table <laughs> and the table just falls right over. <laughs> and he goes, well, table's broken. <laughs> or no, he says, like, something like, we need a new table. <laughs> it was like, oh, you think? <laughs> yeah, because it's kind of like, flop, flops over. <laughs> if you throw your keys on a table and it just falls right over. <laughs> it's not very strong. Yeah, there's something wrong with that one. So, um, the next time we see them, they're sitting in the apartment with chairs. Like, just their kitchen chairs. And the lasagna... Is across their laps, like basically bridging over their knees. I didn't even notice the lasagna. See? Yeah, I did. <laughs> it's very subtle. Those lasagnas are in there, like subtly. And they're uh, discussing getting a new table, but it's it's a kind of a weird thing at this point, I think, because I mean we don't know exactly how long they've been roommates. I mean, because it's still season one. Yes, and they've been we living don't together know, as long like, as we've met them. Exactly. They they we don't know um, how long prior to pilot. That Joey supposedly had moved in or whatever. Uh, so they're thinking like, well, why don't we just, like Joey says, like, why don't we just oh, split the cost of a yeah. table? Which Chandler's like, really? Yeah, why not, man? Uh, you think we're ready for that? Yeah. So they go <laughs> It's like kind of a big, big purchase. And then, yeah, and things happen. Like, what happens? Like, who does the table go to if somebody moves out? Are you thinking so, they move out? It's like a whole thing. No. You tell me. Are you? Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. They talk about this table and buying a table like a relationship. It kind of is, though. You think about, like, living in New York City, and then you're like, I mean, anything could happen. Like, what if somebody gets in a relationship and moves out? And, you know, like, who does the table go to? Well, it's funny. Friends does this a lot. They'll talk about stuff, and they put it, it's kind of like you're arguing with your boyfriend or girlfriend. Significant other. Yeah. Uh, another one of the, comes to mind uh, when they have a chick. The chicken, the duck. Yes, that's another time. You see it a lot. It's so funny because and it's usually it's usually with Joey and Chandler, just because they had been roommates for oh. like a long time. But you know, it's like it is Joey and Chandler a lot. It's Joey and Chandler. I mean, because like think about it, like Ross, like Ross and Rachel, they're kind of a thing. You know, Monica gets in and out of these relationships. Uh, Chandler and what Janice? 
Yeah, well, that's not stable. No, um, Joey, the player that he is. So basically, the Joey and Chandler, the Joey and Chandler relationship for a long time, that was kind of a stable relationship. Yeah, the bros. Yeah, exactly. I just thought it's funny because you know they go to look at tables, and I was like, where the heck are they looking? Because they start arguing about, hey, well, why don't we get this? And Joey suggests a certain set, and it's patio furniture. <laughs> this is one of my funniest funny. moments. Is it yours too? I thought it was hilarious. Yes, I told the last one. You tell this one since it's one of us. <laughs> He's like, well, what about this set? This set's nice. <laughs> <laughs> this is nice. <laughs> Chandler's like, it's patio furniture. <laughs> Joey's like, so? Like, we're going to have people come over and go like, get confused? Get confused? Like, oh, I'm on the outside again. <laughs> oh, I'm outside again. <laughs> I'm outside again. I love that line. <laughs> we are doing really it just funny. Right. Joey said places to shop in New York than that. <laughs> yes. I was like, none of these, I, I don't think either of, these, either of these guys would go for anything with birds on it or ladybugs. But I was like, well, when it's you, when beggars can't be choosers, exactly. you yeah. have to decide between birds or ladybugs or patio furniture. <laughs> exactly. Oh, so go ahead, Whitney. Yes. Because our trivia question, one of our answers is coming up. Oh, so they did pick up a table. I don't trust any of those people anymore, ever. I mean, politicians, everybody has always said, oh, they're all politicians, they're all just say, like, whatever, you know, like, you grow up hearing that. But, you don't watch the news? I don't watch that stuff. You're a Texan. I'm down here. <laughs> You've got some Ted, some Ted Cruz. Oh! <laughs> I, didn't Cruz. Like, I didn't find out until, like, later. And so, I don't think I still know all the details on it. I know it's <laughs> they were like, shit, we're out of here, we're going to Mexico. <laughs> Oh my god, that was just so funny. I'm like, oh my god. But I watched the movie, so like after the freeze, and we all went back to work like that, a couple of hours, it was so cold in our building, they came to come. On Friday, last Friday. <laughs> they said, oh, go, go to work. Oh my gosh. You're freezing. So yeah, so I heard, like, I had heard bits and pieces, like I saw memes and stuff, so I just, you know, used my contact clues, and I was like, oh, I guess this will took off to Mexico and left the state hanging. But, like, I get it. You're freezing, you want to head somewhere warm. But you can't do that when you're like a state leader. No, our governor, our governor did the same thing. I think he was like in New Mexico or something. Oh. 
Yeah, you can't do that when you're a state leader. And like one lady said, she goes to my church too. Um, she was like, I guess he, I guess Ted Cruz had given a bunch of crap. I don't know who she said. Mm-hmm. Somebody else, somebody of the opposite party, and it had given them a hard time pub- publicly because they had bailed on something else, mm-hmm. or it looked that way. You know, I always give benefit of doubt. I know all the whatever media twists everything. Like it doesn't matter what side you're on. Like they all twist it, so I just don't pay attention to them too much. But I guess Ted Cruz had given a bunch of crap to somebody in the past for like bailing or something. And she's like, you see, it all comes around. <laughs> yeah. But, well, see, no, also, he, oh, Ted Cruz, man, people have receipts on him. Seriously, like, he was saying something about California's energy and power and stuff. And I was like, oh, the Democrats are going to blah, 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 blah. And then, boom, Texas gets hit where they don't have any power. And he's like, having to walk everything back. And he regretted everything that he had said about California. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, see, that's what I can't yeah. politicize a lot of stuff. You can't say Democrats versus Bob whenever you're talking about a whole freaking state. Yeah, that's what they all do. <laughs> I know, I know. But then, yeah, it's just, at some point, you're going to get egg on your face because it's like, um, something's going to happen to you and your state. And what are you going to do now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to Cancun. <laughs> yeah, I hit up everybody else. But damn, that ATB grocery store, they're the freaking shit, man. And then my friend said something, like, he's in Florida. And he's like, oh, Texas, yeah, Texas, wanting to secede. And, you know, now they're like, oh, Mr. President, help us. I was like, uh, excuse me, nobody said Mr. President, help us. And I was like, I was like, it is true. You see the other memes, like, Texas, no power, no heat, no something, mm-hmm. no looting, no buildings on fire, you know, none of that stuff. We're like, yeah, because everyone's freezing. Everyone's freezing. Did you hear? Um, but yeah, but nobody broke into anything. Mm-hmm. Nobody took advantage of that stuff. Right. Stole everything. Pissed off when they burn your house down and graffiti your house. Um, but there, there were some house fires. Like, um, not a lot that I know of. But, like, people were getting so desperate, they were breaking their own furniture and using it. Lighting fires? Oh, gosh. See, I was wondering a lot about about a lot of that stuff, like how uh, fireplaces and stuff would have been effective. Um, Well, I mean, yeah, it'll be warm, but you better have to sit right in front of it. Yeah. This place isn't going to heat your whole house. No, it's not. It's only going to heat a few And these, okay, these are bad temperatures. I mean, like, we had snow on New Year's Day here. Like, enough snow, we were able to go walk around in it. We built snowmen, blah, 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 blah. You know, we did the whole snow day, whatever, like, on New Year's Day. Um, This snow, Maddie, she didn't even want to wear a coat on New Year's Day, whatever. Like, you know, it's like, oh, fine. Put this little fleece pullover on. She had gloves on. She was fine. You know, whatever. Uh, <laughs> she wanted to go out in this snow, and she was like, I go, mm, you put on a long sleeve shirt, sweatshirt, coat, gloves, hat, get your hood on. <laughs> <laughs> you're wearing two pairs of pants you know i bundled both of them up i'm like Mm-mm, you are not like, this is not new year's day snow this is below freezing temperatures as the high <laughs> like i was like you cannot just go outside and play in this they did but they were bundled yeah. i was like I, yeah and they would only stay out like maybe between five and ten minutes and then they were back inside <laughs> you're like it's cold <laughs> yeah i didn't believe that like what your high was nine Mm-hmm. And then Marciano sent that to the city was three. I was like, oh. Yeah, we had, yeah, I mean, we had a, a, it was, I think, one day where the high was, like, either eight or six was the high. And then the low was, like, negative eight. And you're like, oh. Yeah, it was craziness. I don't know how, Whitney. We did not lose heat. We didn't lose our power. We didn't lose our running water. I want to say... Everybody else I knew 
except one other person that I work with lost one, if not both of those. And it was wow. and it was only supposed to be for like a day or two. First, it was gonna be freezing cold, but only for like a day or two. Nobody saw the electricity and all those issues happening. And then it did. And then we thought, well, by Wednesday it's gonna be okay. Wednesday's when everybody lost power. Wednesday's when it like it was even like if you hadn't already lost power, everybody lost it after that. And people's pipes were busting. And I was I was thinking Monday. I remember I was complaining to you guys. I was like, did they freaking cancel kids? School on Monday. Yeah. It's yeah. Cold. This is gonna be cold. What's the big deal? We're like, and then I drove around. Like lights were out, and people's um, heaters catching on fire. And oh, no bueno. Like my friend, her brother died. Like he blew off his motorcycle. He hit a median. He blew off his motorcycle. He wasn't wearing a helmet. He died. And then like a week. They haven't, they're like trying to make funeral arrangements, trying to decide what to do because he's also like ex military. So he could have a military funeral or he could not. They're like, the military one will take too long to arrange because there's like papers and stuff that have the paperwork involved, I guess. While they're trying to, de- to decide that, her parents' house, like the shit hit the fan here like Monday. And then Wednesday, if you hadn't already lost power, a lot of people lost power on Monday, even more Tuesday and Wednesday. Uh. But like the Saturday before that, her parents' house caught on fire. Their oh heater, their heater in their attic caught on fire. They had to leave the house. The firemen had to come, spray it all down. Her brother isn't even buried. Now they're dealing with a house fire. Her parents oh. her. And so I was trying to get food to her, like that Monday. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what the heck? Like the ice melt, like there was ice. I was like, I ain't never seen ice in Corpus Christi except for the one or two times that it actually snowed here. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it's just cold. This is no big deal. Like the ice is melted, like whatever. Well, we started seeing a lot of power outages on Monday. Mm-hmm. And like just driving. Like street lights, lights, and somebody pointed out like our trees are not made for snow climate. Like the branches are broken, trees are freaking uprooted from the ground, falling mm-hmm. on cars, falling on homes. Looks like lightning struck them, which causes even more. I was like, oh my gosh, like I didn't even realize that. Like just nature. Mm-hmm. Is it, yeah. In, yeah, in, in October, <laughs> we had a, a, an ice storm in October. Um, here mm-hmm. and like our the whole our whole backyard is like littered with tree tree branches because trees were like the limbs were snapping off the trees and just falling. Dang. And it was like all up and down the street. A house catty corner from us, like a big part of the trunk split, and the like large like huge branch, actually part of the trunk like going up had split, and the tree was like laying on the house. Oh my gosh! Yes, stuff like that. Yeah, it was insane. Fun. It was in October. Like, are you kidding me? Hey, where's the global warming? <laughs> That's what it is. Wait it's global time. warming. Wait global warming time. is like it's been. I wish it actually made oh, like warming. But yeah, because it's it's temperatures rising on the earth, like in the earth, I think, or something. It's supposed and it's, to be warm, it's, and it's like throwing off like weather weather patterns. I don't know. I want it warm. I don't like cold. This is why I'm not in Oklahoma. Mm-mm. And I'm like, dude, this is like, like San Antonio got six inches of snow. That was one day. I don't know what they got on the other day because it's yeah. like four days. And I'm like, dude, this is like Ponca City weather. And Ponca City is northern Oklahoma. I always tell people, I'm like, it's northern Oklahoma, practically on the Kansas border. Yeah, very close, yes. Right, yeah. But I mean, I felt kind of bad. I'm like, dude, it's just freaking cold. That's it. It's fine in Oklahoma. <laughs> but like, no one's used to that down here. Even the, even the vegetation. Well, even when it was cold, because it was. 
it was so bitterly cold here that now I think that they've figured out like the remote learning thing. They can do the remote learning without actually losing a school day. Mm-hmm. Um, when it's that cold, I mean, you still have kids out waiting for buses or walking to school or that kind of thing. And they didn't want that to happen. Uh, they didn't want kids out waiting for buses. Well, you know, it's like three degrees. Well, I mean, you're talking about like seven something in the morning, six something in the morning in some cases. Um, yeah. Six in the morning waiting for a bus? Yeah. For elementary school? Yes. Oh, hell no. No. <laughs> no. I know. It's like I take both my kids to school and I mean. And you probably never, but... Do it. And you probably see like other kiddos. Oh, yeah. I mean, but whenever I see the kids, it's usually, um, they're not elementary school. It's like middle school and up. Because okay. I mean, it looks like the elementary schools actually start earlier. They start like at um, 7.50, I believe. And I'll take Maddie to school like around 7.30 and then come back and there'll be like middle-age school kids like out waiting for buses. Because mm. I'm coming back yeah. home. Yeah. So, anyways. All right, should we go ahead and... Yeah, that's that stuff. <laughs> wrap up uh, Joey and Chandler. <laughs> the foosball, I remember where I was at. Let me <clears throat> then we can start recording again. Okay. Yeah, but oh, shoot. I don't know how we get inside. <laughs> I do not know. I offered our house to coworkers. Yeah. I mean, my family, my sister-in-law lives not that far. And she didn't have anything. And Did she end up coming to stay? No. You know, we, we lost power one day, but it was Oklahoma was doing like rolling blackouts. To help I conserve, heard that was doing that too. They did that. Yeah. In, they've been they've been doing it in California. Yeah, for a while now. Well, this is our first experience with it. We we lost power for an hour. Which yeah, we didn't announce that stuff. I'm like, do we know this is like a rolling thing? Like, okay, get ready. I I don't know, but they said that here too. Like that they're doing. Well, our council, our, our our councilwoman uh, posted a lot of stuff on on our like ward page. So we and it's from like electric companies and whatever else and like we, we kinda knew what to expect. We just didn't know what pattern it was gonna be or like what area of pattern was gonna be. Yeah, that type of stuff. Yeah. Uh she was actually having everybody like comment, when did you lose power? When did you get it back and what part of town are you in? So we can maybe see some kind of pattern. Mm-hmm. But it only happened the once. Like we I we lost power the one time. It was for an hour exactly. Well, praise God, because that's freaking cold. Well, we were also conserving power ourselves. Like we have some space heaters in the living room and then a space heater in each of the bedrooms. And uh, there for a while, we'd like turn off the heater and just have the space heaters going. And then we'd turn everything off whenever it'd get like 70 something degrees mm-hmm. in the house. We'd turn everything off and then let it go down to like around usually 66 was a point where I started going, yeah. can, we, can we turn some stuff back on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I started doing that. I was like, let me take, make this like lower and stuff um, mm-hmm. as warm and you know, we're just kind of on a couple of layers. and um, But we heard to, that the power companies were going to start charging the people who did have power, like an insane amount more, to make up for their lost revenue. Yeah, I oh, saw like, an article. I didn't actually read it, but I, I saw something like Texas well, residents getting charged like like $10,000 for, like, it was something ridiculous like that. Ridiculous. I was like, how on earth can this be? Yeah. Like some people quit our gym. And we decide, oh, y'all that are left, we're just going to we're gonna charge you guys more. <laughs> it's like, that makes no sense. That's so, crazy. I don't know what our bill's going to be like next month since we never lost it. But who knows? Sorry, my, you know, my weather thing keeps going off now. <laughs> I'm like, please, no more weather. <laughs> Talking about the weather. I don't know. Yeah. S- significant, significant weather advisory until Thursday, 11.15 p.m. And I was like, like, this is why I don't live up north. Once again, I'm reminded, no, I, I'm not leaving. 
Yeah. Everywhere else is too cold. I hate cold. So. Oh, yeah. So if you're cold down there, you would have really been cold up here. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, forget it. And then Marcia and I both got with like, it's 30 degrees. <laughs> I know. My parents are in Ponca too. And I was like, oh, sorry, mommy. <laughs> hey, it's fine with me if it's Christmas time and I got the heat on and I don't have to go anywhere. Right. I love snow outside my window. <laughs> but not if you're freezing with no heat and you gotta go places. Exactly. Like, you know, I was actually, honestly, whenever we kept getting the calls from Norman Public Schools <laughs> about um, school will be remote learning for, you know, whatever day, I was like, yes, I don't have to leave the house. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, you had, like, real snow and ice. Oh, we, no, we had snow. Like, my, like, my husband's car got stuck in yeah. the road. <laughs> Back out of our back out of our driveway and got stuck. <laughs> and he was like, no. "Driveway? No, you got out of the driveway. Got stuck yeah, in the road. Right. Yeah, it, couldn't, it was like right out front, uh, right outside our house. Like two lovely neighbors came over later that afternoon, helped him get it out. He got it back up in the driveway, and he goes, "All right, the car's not leaving anywhere. <laughs> it's not going anywhere." And he was trying to go to work. Well, yeah, I mean, just to do a couple of things up at work, but he was like, "Oh, it's against my better judgment. I shouldn't go." And of course, he was right. And he, he was probably like, "Well, I tried." Yeah, he did. He called it, called it work. is like, my car's stuck. There's nothing I can do. Yep. Uh, so anyways, but yeah, we had like some, real, yeah, it was, we, we got some snow. <laughs> Not fun. Oh, gosh. And then I wasn't sure. I knew like Norman Public Schools were going to be closed. I wasn't sure about my son's school, like Bentley School, because his school isn't part of Norman Public Schools. He, has, he goes to a little private, you know, preschool center. And um, she doesn't always close whenever Norman closes. And after Ben got his car stuck, he's like, all right, I don't care if she opens on Thursday or not. We're not going in. <laughs> Bentley is staying home. It's going back. Everyone is staying home. <laughs> yeah. Well, then, like, all the other roads were clear. Like, all main roads were clear. Oh. Except for, like, little neighborhood. neighborhood roads. Yes. So we couldn't even, like, barely get out of our neighborhood. Yeah. Oh, wait. What do you mean? Wait to melt. <laughs> yeah. Wait for it to melt. Which it did. There you go. Mm. Um, total off-subject. Is Candace Moses, is she married uh, with kids or stepkids, or is she single? Oh, she's not married, but she's with somebody who has children. Okay. They're not, they're not married. Okay. But they, like, live together and all that? Yes. Okay. In Tennessee, yeah. She, oh, Tennessee? She moved. Yeah, she moved to Tennessee. Like, she moved to Tennessee when we were still living in Ardmore. That's colder than Oklahoma. Why would you do that? It's not colder than Oklahoma, is it? Well, it is a little <laughs> bit more north. But you know what? When I went to North Carolina um, uh-huh. two years ago, no, one year ago, a little over a year ago, yeah. not this past October, but the October before, we, Hector and I went to North Carolina, and I was shocked because it was October, and it was <laughs> not freezing cold. Like, no, it's like in the 70s in October. I'm like, dude, y'all are way north. Like, it's just freezing here. <laughs> Everything is way north compared to where you're at. Do y'all like way north? It should be like in the 30s. You're pretty much like North Dakota, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it was, it was nice weather. There was just one day where it was kind of cooler. But they're like, it's so cold this year. It's usually like in the 70s. Like mid to late, low 70s. Like perfect t-shirt. Never been to the Carolinas. Want to go. It's very pretty. Very boring. Yeah. Very pretty. Very boring. Very pretty. <laughs> so if you're good with so the for chill, the scenery, not so much the excitement. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Which I'm fine with. I'm totally fine with chill. Yeah, you got your little breweries, try some new restaurants, go see some nature. I'm all about yeah. it. It's good. But anyway. Sounds nice. <laughs> no, because I saw pictures in her profile and stuff, and I was like, oh, okay, Candace, like, she's single. But then recently, the other day, like yesterday, it was like, oh, fun in the snow with the family. Uh-huh. I'm like, I didn't think she had 
kids. These look no. like teenagers. Maybe she's with somebody else that has kids. Yes. Yes. Um, Does she work she, with you? For like when I first moved to Norman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we worked okay. at the same place, and then um, she finished her, you know, getting her teaching degree or whatever, and then she um, started working at some of the schools around Norman, and um, moved to Dallas for a little bit, moved back. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, and then, yeah, um, she started dating this guy who, yeah, she, uh, he, he has, like, three kids, like, twin boys and an older girl. I think the girl actually might be graduating high school this year. Yeah, they look like freaking teenagers. That's I was like, wait a second, I didn't think Candace yeah. had any kids. No, but they've been together for a long time, because, I like, I remember the twins, like, they were little when they first got together. Like, oh, they wow. were They were little. They've been together for a while. Oh, okay. Yeah. Why did yeah. she move to Tennessee? You know, I think he, he got a job. He got a job, I believe. I mean, yeah, because it wasn't her. She was, she was, she was actually teaching at um, Newcastle, like a little town outside of Norman, and um, she was she was uh, at Newcastle. And then um, what happened? Oh, yeah, he he got a he got a job that was going to take him to Tennessee. But I think his mom also lives in Tennessee. So he Did was going to all the kids. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, I think mom was in Vegas. Oh, okay. And then they the kids stay like live with Candace and and Daddy. Dad. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, but, he's, he's got he's got his mom. His mom is out there, so they're like close to I think Nana is what they call that it. Makes, that makes more sense. And um, I think they're right outside Nashville, I believe. I can't believe Candace left Oklahoma for him. Yeah. Are you serious? I know. I like Candace. Stay for me. Stay for me. So coming back so to Norman cute. eventually. <laughs> she is so cute. I miss her. Oh, I wish oh, her yeah. the best. Well, yeah, it was like, gosh, there for a while, like, Candace and I lived in the same neighborhood for a long time, too. Like, we could walk to each other's houses uh, stuff. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, seriously. Well, then, I mean, I started moving around with Ben and his job, and then... Um, finally, yeah. it's like finally, you know, moved back to Norman when my best friend's Callie, like shortly got, like she moves, to, no, before we moved back to Norman, she moves to Portland, you know, Candace is off in Tennessee, and I'm just like, oh, okay, thank uh-uh. you. <laughs> well, like, I've, I've got kids, so I can't go out with my yeah, you know, girlfriends like I used to. Oh, yeah. yeah, when I moved to Dallas after graduation, I moved to Dallas and I lived with my aunt, because my aunt lived in Dallas. And she had her own business, so I worked for her, I was her receptionist at the time, she needed mm-hmm. a receptionist, it was perfect. And like, I had two friends um, in Dallas. Mm-hmm. So one girl was living with her boyfriend there. And so, but she moved there a little bit after I did. Mm-hmm. So we only had, I only stayed in Dallas three months. That was I it. That, long. that was it. So my college BFF, Lena, she moved there and she was there for a little bit. And then like right before I moved, this cute guy, he was Vietnamese. His name was. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> so I'm trying to remember your face. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh my goodness. His name is. Uh... <laughs> I'm so surprised I can't remember. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's going to come to me. Like, I know his name. But it's not like. Justin or Kevin or John or anything. Right. No, his Lom. L-A-M. He's Vietnamese. I Lom. Do I remember this name? 
I don't know if you knew him or not. Or knew of him? Not. No, maybe not. No? What? Maybe you think of Peggy's Richard. <laughs> Richard and <Lana. laughs> Well, Lena dated a guy named Ning. Hmm. But Ning was tiny. Ning was yeah. Chinese. But no, Lom. That that was his name. Lom. Okay. I totally forgot their first name. His name was Lom. Everybody thought he was cute when went to Baylor. But like he had a girlfriend or something. Hmm. And then maybe they broke up. <laughs> we didn't see Lom a lot. Because he was like smart. But yeah. we just hung around these stupid idiots all the time. So we didn't get to see him that much. <laughs> Should have woken up. We're spending wasting our time with these idiots. <laughs> you need to go over there and break up Lom and his girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, not somebody to hang out with. Go over there. Break them not up. Not these idiots. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Yeah, I think that's what the deal was. But I, I want to say, we didn't know his girlfriend. We would have known his girlfriend. Mm -hmm. But I want to say, maybe he had a girlfriend. That's why we didn't see him a whole lot. But we knew of him, and we knew him. And everyone was like, yes, yeah, too bad, he's got a girlfriend. And then... Like, right after college or shortly before it ended, he didn't have that girlfriend anymore. I'm in Dallas. Lena's in Dallas. And then Lom moves back to Dallas, which is where he's from. And then me, Lena, Ming, and Lom hung out for a little bit. And then I moved to Corpus Christi. Ah. And then, and Lom and I still kept in touch. Yeah. Because we had just reconnected when he moved back to Dallas. Mm-hmm. He was, like, finishing up some master's program. I think he was, like, a year or two ahead of me. Like, a year ahead of me. And so I moved to Dallas first. He finished his graduate thing. Moved it there. And then everybody else and their dog moved to Dallas. And I had already moved to Corpus Christi. I was like, dude. Like, Peggy, my BFF. And so yeah. Was, like, she moved to Dallas. I was like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, I was already gone. <laughs> Robbie moved to Dallas. <laughs> it might have been a good thing that you left. <laughs> Oh, I was like, what the fruit? <laughs> yeah. A bunch of people. Finish moved to Dallas. Mm -hmm. Daza moved to Dallas. I'm like, all my best friends moved to Dallas. I was like, why do you guys move like to Dallas like two and three months after I leave it? Like, what the hell? Yeah. I was like, what the freaking hell? But anyway, somehow we're telling the story of my life. We're supposed to be talking about friends. <laughs> but you it know was what? It, it, it was. It was fun. And you know what? It turned out for the best. Because day one, I rolled into Corpus Christi. And we unpacked stuff with the movers. My mom and I went to eat dinner somewhere. And then we were rolling up to my apartment. And it was dark because it was late. Mm -hmm. And I had somebody following me. And they knew me. And I had a friend in Corpus Christi from day one. Yay! Yes, I had asked the Lord to give me friends. And on night one, I coincidentally ran into somebody I knew. Who was it? There's no coincidences with the Lord. No. He always gives me what I ask for. So good to me. It was my friend. <laughs> I don't know if you, you probably don't know her name. It is a bit different name. It didn't mean this back when I met her, but her name has now been tainted. Isis. Her name is Isis, yes. I knew Isis. <laughs> I, that's what I thought. Yeah, I knew Isis because when I was at Baylor, I got in charge of some project or some committee with my sorority, and mm -hmm. Isis was on the alumni board. Isis is just a couple of years older than me. Okay. And I had spoken to Isis over the phone a few times about stuff mm -hmm. when I was in college. And that was pretty much it. I'd never met her in person. And so since I had just graduated from Baylor, lived in Dallas for three months after, and then had just moved to Corpus, I still had my sorority Greek letters on the back of my car. Oh, yeah. 
she recognized those letters and was like, what the hell? Because there's not a chapter in Corpus Christi. Right. And so she followed me and was like honking her horn, yelling, hey, Gamma, hey, Gamma, Gamma, hey, Gamma. I'm like, what is going on? And I was like, they're saying Gamma. And I get out of the car. This is like, I don't know car she's And I was like, this must be friendly fire. What is, what is going on? So yeah, we realized, obviously we're from the same sorority, different chapters. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm from Houston Lambda. I'm like, I'm from Waco New. We had spoken on the phone before. Mm-hmm. So there was my friend from day one. Yay! Because Candace and Becky hadn't moved to Corpus yet. Mm-hmm. And they're from Corpus, but they weren't living in Corpus when I moved here. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Craziness. Yeah. And this is where I met my fantastic, badass, kick-ass, choke you out husband. Uh, I still like the fact that before we even met face to face, we would talk to each other on the phone on Saturdays, especially uh, like OU Texas, <laughs> talk shit to each other about who was going to win. <laughs> He's so cute. That was fun. <laughs> I haven't done that in a while. <laughs> I have, like, you know what? Ever since he opened up the gym, his own gym, poor thing, like he loves football. He didn't have time to watch football anymore. Oh, my gosh. That's what did it in, was, like, taking care and running his his own business. Man. Mm-hmm. Dude, it used to be Saturdays, Sundays, Monday night, Thursday. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, my God, all this football. <laughs> and, but since he opened up, like, his own gym, like, so. None of it. He couldn't do it anymore. Man. Yeah. Hey, Hector, boomer. He's like, hook him. <laughs> Oh, he's going to kick your ass today? Uh-uh, hook him. <laughs> uh, and I'm like, can we pay attention to me now? <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay. Oh, good times. Well, let's wrap this up, shall we? Yeah, we still have a story line to do. <laughs> yeah, we still have one and a half. Um, okay, no, okay, we're real quick. We're going to, oh, jeez. Okay, we'll go through it really quick. <laughs> Anyways, so, real quickly, where I had left off, the table that Joey and Chandler ended up getting was a foosball table. Yeah, start with that. So Go that's on. it. That's it. Foosball. Yeah. They, Ready? That's... In three, two. Go for it. Okay, so foosball is the table that Joey and Chandler, they didn't get the birds, they didn't get the ladybugs, they got a foosball table. <laughs> that is the table. And they love this table. Everyone gathers around and actually I think it's everyone. It's just the Rachel's not there. Phoebe's Rachel's not there. Phoebe's not there. It's just Ross, Ross and Monica and the boys. And mm-hmm. Like, oh, it's just so beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) And this is before you actually see the table. It's like, it's the most beautiful table I've ever seen. And then you see the table, and it's a foosball table. And that's our trivia question. Yeah. What did they get? They got a foosball Foosball. table. Hey, and you know what? This is where we see competitive Monica. Oh, very competitive Monica. Yes. She plays guys. They play teams. She scores right away. And she's like, you suck. You suck. (laughs) Yes. Later on, it's her and Ross against Chandler and Joey. And then they Monica makes, like, the winning point or something. Who knows? And she's like, she's got to go back. Who knows? Maybe she's got to tend to some lasagnas or something. I don't know. <laughs> but she leaves, and Ross says something like, you know, like, he, they won. Their team is awesome. And they're like, we beat Joey you. Says, Joey says, <laughs> you, uh, no, she beat us. They're like, you could, you could have, like, you could meddle in the Olympics standing there, sport. <laughs> You'd be Olympic standing there. She kicked her ass. You could be on the Olympic standing there. Team. Oh my gosh, that was funny, yeah. 
Yeah, I didn't write that whole quote down, but it was something like that. It was really yeah, funny. It's something like that. And then even it shows you later on in the episode, Monica is like playing them late into the night. And it's just her. I think it's Joanne Chandler. And she beats them. Oh, they say it's 2.30 in the morning. It's 2.30 <laughs> in the morning. So She's like, like I'll play I her actually with just my left hand. Lift her up and walk her out. To the Carry apartment. her out. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> She's very competitive. Okay, so. Now to my the meat this. Yes. Rachel and Paolo. We first see them, again, with the lasagnas at the beginning of the episode when they walk in. And Rachel and Paolo are talking about taking a trip. They're going to go to the Poconos. Um, and it's like Rachel reveals to the, to the girls that she's got very strong feelings for this man. It's like this is supposed to be a fling. It's way past the fling stage. She's feeling things that she's only read about in Danielle Steele novels. Which, I must say, the episode before this, we just talked to Nora Bing. <laughs> How come she didn't Nora mention Bing. Nora Bing novels? How quickly we No, can. she should have said Nora Bing novels. I know, and Friends is so good about remembering this stuff, but not in the case. Oh, and no. Daniel Steele. Hey, maybe she paid for it or something. Maybe. Get mentioned. Oh, goodness. But, okay, I know here's one of the trivia question, questions during this little segment. Uh, the boys are on the other side of the room talking to Ross, and he's, like, going through his little anguish of seeing, you know, the two of them together. They're all kissing face. They're all messy. Yes, with Pokenos. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, he's just like, it's sick to so like, but what can I do? Like what? You want me to call immigration? I, I should did. call immigration. <laughs> and that's the answer to our first trivia question. Ross tries to think of how to get rid of Paolo. What was his idea? He was going to call immigration. He doesn't and, actually do it, but it's an idea. <laughs> I have bad news for you, Ross. Immigration might be like, yeah, he's got a visa. He's got permission. He's legally here. We can't deport him, sir. <laughs> I bet you he's there fine. Unless he's there illegally, then maybe, Ross, maybe. I'm willing to bet. No luck. Uh-uh. <laughs> Not from Italy. No, it's because he's already left and gone and spent time in Italy for New Year. Oh, exactly. He's been going back and forth. Yeah. It doesn't sound like he's there illegally, Ross, so no. that wouldn't help you any. That wouldn't. Try again. Uh, it was threat. a thought. Good luck, Ross. Yeah. Uh, I like next time. I like next time. <laughs> Next time yeah. she, dates, she dates somebody outside the country. <laughs> yeah. So Rachel's all, you know, telling the girl she's falling for Paolo. It's not just a fling, you know. She forgot about Nora Bing novels. She says, you know, only in Daniel Steele novels has she read about such stuff. And, well, next thing we know, you know, that, of course, we already said. Makes Ross sick. He doesn't like it. And then we see Paolo ends up going for a massage. He goes to Phoebe. Yes. Yeah. Phoebe. Phoebe. And, <laughs> and he's all like, a notice. I never noticed before. I mean, he could just be saying this, but he says, Buongiorno, Bella, Phoebe. Uh-huh. And so Bella is beautiful. Oh, yeah. Beautiful Phoebe. Beautiful Phoebe. Which oh, is she nice. Is it's nice. You know, it's true. Uh-huh. He could also be buttering her up. Or is it foreshadowing? <laughs> I like the girl that comes in before Paolo comes in and says, um, Phoebe's coworker, oh, Phoebe's Yes. Oh, oh, in your first appointment not to sound uh unprofessional but yum <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah and da, 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 da. if you recall episode one maybe episode two i want to say oh she was one. the one that was working behind the counter right yeah phoebe's yeah. co-worker the masseuse this this person actually was a barista at central park she said but yum in the first in the first couple episodes but now we see her as a co-worker at phoebe's and she's gonna stay here it's not the last time we see her the voice, yeah, her voice is very memorable. 
It is. I don't mean to sound unprofessional. Okay, that's not how she sounds. But <laughs> you know, I was trying to like mimic it, but I was like, oh gosh, how does how she sound? I can't but, do it. Yeah. But yum. Yum. So in yeah. what's Carlo? Tell us, Winnie, what happens. Oh, <clears throat> uh, he says he says to her that uh, a, a Raquel uh, <laughs> tells me you do the massage. <laughs> Raquel, tell me you massage. And she said, yes, yes, I, I do massage. And so anyways, and he says, like, uh, I, I don't. Oh, yeah, Raquel is right. <laughs> um, I don't know what she just said there, but just go ahead and lay on the table. <laughs> and he says, I uh, I get the... Uh, <laughs> I wrote it down. I wrote it down. I okay, do it. Was it. So funny. Okay, do I was it. like, okay, how exactly does he say this? He says, <laughs> I am uh, being naked. <laughs> and she's like, well, that's really kind of your call. Like, some people are comfortable, some people, blah, blah, blah. And then he just starts... T- Taking his robe off. He just drops and she's it like, off. Okay. <laughs> she tries to cover him with a towel. Yeah. He's still standing up. Yeah, he is. Normally, he would lay down on the table. And yeah, underneath the blue blanket. Yeah, and the person the even in the room, they're like, I'll step right. out. You lay down. Be covered up. Uh, yeah, and they don't ever cover you. Dress. Yeah, they'll like and then, cover a leg, massage the leg, cover it back up. Mm-hmm. You know, that type of stuff. And he's just like still standing up. She's still in the room. He just like drops his robe. He drops everything. And she's like, oh, goodness. <laughs> So that's really what we see right there. And the next time we see Phoebe, she's like kind of storming into the coffee house while everyone is no. there. No. no. Oh, yes, you are correct. Proceed. Okay. And so the rest of it's flashback. Yes, yes. So she's storming into the coffee house and somebody says something to her and she's like, I'm, you know, just kind of snaps at him or whatever. I'm fine or whatever it was that she says. So she's sitting there and then there's a, like, Rachel looks like blissfully unaware of anything almost like, uh, there's a, a lady, like a couple of ladies sitting at another table, and they're like asking for more drinks or something. Like, can we get some coffee? Can we get some lattes or coffee or whatever over here? And it takes like Rachel like two beats probably before she's like, "Oh, that's me." <laughs> and she gets up and goes away, and then the rest of them, like the three boys and then Monica, that's who we're left with, listening to Phoebe. Phoebe starts telling them that Paolo hit on her, or made a pass at her, oh. made a move on her. Uh, no, actually, I screwed that one up, actually, because... Well, Rachel goes away. Rachel so goes away. telling the then, other people that. Then Joey and Chandler are saying, okay, well, we, we need to, we're getting ready to leave. Like, we better leave the car, or the furniture store closes at 7 or whatever. So they're about to make Head a out. walk out. And Monica asks, well, asks Phoebe, well, what's, what's wrong? And Phoebe says, uh, okay, Phoebe, you know Paolo? Ross, I'm familiar with his work. <laughs> I love that line. And Phoebe says, well, he made a move on me. Joey, he was like, he turns around and goes, Whoa, store will be open tomorrow. And she's like, more coffee over here, please? Yeah, they want to stay for the gossip. It's like, they want to get the dirt. They want to hear this story. They're not leaving anywhere. So um, Phoebe tells, you know, tells the group, well, minus Rachel, uh, what happened during the massage, uh, which she's doing her job, and he's getting very handsy with her. And this is when we see the flashback. So as she's telling us what's happening, we see it. We Yeah. Mm-hmm. His hands are like grabbing her legs and then go up to her bottom. And squeeze. That's yeah. not an accident. No, it was not an accident. You could see it. Yeah, it's kind of grody. <laughs> it's very like, oh, it's very uncomfortable. Yeah. And then she's like, and then all of a sudden his hands weren't the problem anymore. Mm. And it shows Paolo turning, turning, his back. turning over on his back, like his side, his back. And Monica goes, just like turns he... away. Yeah. And like closes her mouth, like seals her lips tight, like, oh my gosh. Like, and it goes back to present, Monica goes, or present, and Monica says, was he, she goes, oh yeah, Boy Scouts could have camped under there. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. oh God. So, Everybody's like, 
Oh my gosh. Ross, of course, is thinking, yes, this is it. This is his opening. Yep. Yes, this is Kelly. the, yes, the crack he needed. Like, yeah. he needed something for it to happen. So he's obviously like, oh, we have to tell her. You have to tell Rachel. You know, this whole like feminism and issue. You know, we just tell her. Yeah. And, he, and then he turns to, you know, his backup, Joey and Chandler, mm-hmm. like, right, right. She should tell her. <laughs> like, <laughs> Chandler's like, yes, uh, you should tell her. <laughs> and Joey's like, Feminism is you. That's where I went with it. <laughs> it's like, sure. Okay. Yeah, sure. But I feel bad for her because it's like, you know, please don't shoot the messenger kind of thing. Right. That's such a hard thing. Yeah. And like, Phoebe didn't go looking for it. And no, like Phoebe says, it? Phoebe says, she's going to hate me. Mm-hmm. You notice that? No, she did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She said, she's going to hate me. <laughs> Ross is like, yeah, well. Mm. What are you going to do? She's like, yeah, well, mm. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. What are you going to do about it? He yeah, just wants to break them up. Anyway, so yeah. Um, so Phoebe and Rachel are in the apartment. Rachel's getting packed up. She's obviously gonna go away somewhere for the weekend, probably with Paolo. This is yeah, the packing. They're packing for the Poconos. Oh yeah, because that's what they were talking about at the beginning of the show. They're like Poconos, Poconos, Poconos. So she's packing. Phoebe shows up, and Phoebe's trying to tell Rachel what happened. She's already afraid Rachel's gonna hate her for it, even though she didn't do anything wrong. Um. And which I think is perfectly normal. You see that a lot. A lot of times a girl will hate the other girl. Yes. And the other girl, in a lot of cases, doesn't even know when really you should be mad at the guy. Um, yeah. But that is, of course, only if the other girl knew about whoever was supposed to belong to the guy. Right. So in order to prove how she's not, like, lying or anything like that, Phoebe brings over her world-famous oatmeal raisin cookies. raisin cookies. And she tells Rachel. You know, you and I haven't known each other that long. So once again, we're in season one. Right. And, you know, Rachel, she's the one that busted into the coffee house. And they all took her in. Phoebe was already in the picture. Rachel wasn't anymore in Monica's life. Right. And so she tells Monica, you know, we haven't known each other that long. There's a few things you've got to know. My friends are the most important thing in the world to me. And I never lie. There might have been something else in there. but no, she- and, I, and I make the, the world's uh-huh. best, or I make the best oatmeal raisin cookies yeah that's kind of important because she brings over these cookies that she made and she gives them to rachel and rachel's like oh my goodness like these are the best i've ever had like how haven't i tried these before she's like oh well i don't make them a lot because i don't think it's fair to the other other cookies cookies? (laughs) i'm like which is totally a baby thing to say yes because like later we see that with the songs too it's like she feels bad for one song because it earns money and then not so much this song because it didn't it wasn't the big money maker (laughs) Yeah, but it is this type of stuff. So Rachel, she goes, Rachel's like, these are the best cookies ever. And she goes, which proves that, you know, which I don't lie. I'm not a liar. I don't lie. Mm -hmm. And so Rachel's like, I guess not. You know, like, I guess you're right. Like, these are the best. You don't lie. Got it. And then she just says, Paolo made a pass at me. Mm -hmm. And it kind of freezes there. And then, you know, we flash to see somebody else. We come back, see Monica. I mean, Phoebe and Rachel, go ahead and fill us in, Whitney. Yeah, they Take start this whole, like, this is like what women do during this situation. It's like, they're embarrassed, they're angry, but they're not really, at this point, directing the embarrassment or anger towards the male in the situation. They're apologizing to each other about, you know, like, I Phoebe, is, Phoebe is so sorry that she had to tell Rachel about this, and Rachel is so sorry that, you know, this happened to Phoebe and whatever, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you know, they're like, no, I'm sorry, no, I'm, I'm, sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. And then, and then it's like, no, Phoebe's like, no, 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 wait. What what are we doing? Like, like we, we didn't do anything wrong. wrong. You know, it's like we should be mad at him. 
so they finally direct their anger towards you know Paolo and that you know and he's a pig. finally starting to unleash some anger towards him mm-hmm. but then she's still kind of like but he was my pig man yeah she still has these feelings for him because again you know like we had talked about before mm-hmm. but, yeah I mean, you don't you don't just turn those feelings off I mean, it's going to take a minute mm-hmm. like you don't hear something and then bam okay it just i mean it just takes some time to get over some stuff so mm-hmm. anyways it's just i like this moment though because you know later in the series you see how close like phoebe and rachel are as friends like they're they're really good friends yeah and this is a, a moment for them that probably because, brought them closer yeah it was it was like this little thing really kind of bonded them a little bit they had to be because, vulnerable <laughs> intimate honest yeah had that moment with each other and and uh I don't know, because like you said, like earlier, Phoebe said, you know, we haven't known each other that long. So there hasn't been like that many like one-on-one interactions between the two of them. Yeah, Monica so, was probably always there. Yeah, Monica was like a little bit of a, you know, she was like a little bit of a, the glue. Yeah, you know, that brought them. each other because of Monica, through Monica. Yeah. So for them to have this moment and, you know, Phoebe started comforting Rachel and like, you know, put her arms around her and gave her a hug and Phoebe, or Rachel like kind of sank into her. I just, I liked that moment. I thought it was nice. I think that's how when stuff like that happens, women should act towards each other. Get angry with the guy, not the other woman. Yeah, <laughs> Especially sure if the other woman is not in the know. Yeah, if they're not in the know, yeah. they didn't do anything wrong either. Exactly. Do they're just I. as much a victim. I had a guy who was engaged, just constantly asking me out for a while. And I had no idea he was engaged. And then somebody said something about him being engaged for three years. I was like, what? I was like, that is I was wrong. Like, I was like, Phoebe in the future episode, what? <laughs> I'm glad I said no every single time. What the hell? Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. And this was not some playa playa. You would not have expected this out of this guy. I was like, are you kidding me? What did you, what, the guy, the officer or something like in Texas? Is, isn't it Texas? No. Like, no. Just one. No officer it, for me. No, I'm not talking like, I'm talking like, it just went viral, like not that long ago. Like some officer in Texas, like, had a girlfriend, had a fiance, had an ex wife. I was like, oh, I heard about that else. guy. Like, it was just whatever. And like, one of the girlfriends just blasted him all over the place. <laughs> I heard about and, that. Like, and then other women started chiming in. Um, I was dating him too. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> what is going on? I don't think I know the full scope Curious. of that. Yeah, I'm out of the loop. Comments, I man. Hear about that. They are priceless. Hey, some people got some audacity. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's like, yeah. You're dating this person, this person. You're married to this person. Your fiance is with this person. <laughs> they don't care. They're trying to impress what? themselves. Like, this is insane. It's like what? Anyway. Uh, so anyway. Um. Okay. So yeah. So Phoebe tells Rachel, and we have a nice moment. You're like, Paula sucks. Paula sucks. And the next thing you know, Rachel's breaking up with him. Yes. Or ending whatever the hell is going on. There, she's ending it. I like this moment over at Joey and Chandler's too, when Chandler and Joey are trying to tell Ross to go over. But I actually oh, wrote the quote now. Then we should break up first. So Rachel is on the patio with on the balcony with Paolo of Monica, of her and Monica's apartment. She's dumping clothes over the side and everything. Yeah. Monica's like narrating what's happening from the yeah. inside. She's throwing clothes over there, you know, blah blah blah. That's a whole lot of hand gestures. This is either how could you or really big breasts. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> And then we see Paolo finally comes in, and everyone's like, oh, he's coming in, coming in, go, go, go. Monica, like, runs to the kitchen, pretends to, like, not be watching them. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then she totally was. Everybody was watching them through the window. And Paolo walks in, and I thought this was funny, like, how he says this. I like the guy that plays Paolo. I think everything he says and does is funny. <laughs> and I put this down as, like, my funniest moment 
um, when Pablo says, because he walks in the apartment and almost everybody is there. The guys aren't there. But Monica's there and Phoebe's there and, of course, Rachel. And, oh, you know, Ross, Ross is there, is there. too. Uh-huh. Yes, Ross is there. And he walks in. Rachel stays out in the balcony. And he's all, uh, I, uh, I'm uh, to say goodbye. <laughs> That's a quote. Uh, I, uh, I'm to say goodbye. <laughs> and Phoebe, Phoebe's response, she goes, oh, okay, bye-bye. <laughs> Okay, I now bye bye. I did not do it justice, but the way Phoebe says it is so funny. That <laughs> yes. is super funny. And then it's followed by, well, um, lasagna alert. Yes. Egg is Paolo a lasagna. She's like, you know, something to the effect of. I really hate what you did to Rachel, but I need to get rid of these lasagnas. Heat yes. it up at 375 until the cheese boils. <laughs> there you go. There's your quote, what Whitney said. So she doesn't like Paolo, but she's got to get rid of these damn lasagnas. So she's yeah. going to send them home with one. And then as he walks out the door, this is my other funniest moment. He walks out the door, and Ross says, I think I speak for everyone when I say, and he just slams the door. And he just shuts the door right he on him. He just closes it on him, and, like, Pal even turned around to, like, listen to what Ross was going to say. He's like, I think I speak for everyone when I say, but he just closed that door. <laughs> and it actually is, like, audience claps at that moment. It's like, boom. <laughs> yes, I, too, thought it was fantastic. I agree with you, Ross. Yeah. I concur. I concur. You do speak for me. Uh, so... I'm going to back up a little bit. Before Ross ends up over at the apartment, you know, he's going to play Chandler and Joey, kind of give a foosball, just him. He's like, all right, you know, Monica's gone. I'll do two versus one kind of thing. And the boys are like, what are you doing? You go over there, you know, whatever. And he's like, what? You know, seriously wow. now? And Joey says, like, oh, Chandler says something like, now is when you swoop in. And he's like, but now? And Joey's like, now is when you swoop. You have to make sure that when Paolo walks out the er, walks out of there, the first man Rachel sees is you. Like, she's got to know that you're everything he's not. You're like the anti-Paolo. <laughs> <laughs> and Chandler, I love this line just because, well, you know, Catholic. <laughs> Chandler says, my Catholic friend is right. <laughs> like the anti-Paolo. My, my Paolo. Catholic friend is right. <laughs> like, my Catholic friend is right. I was like, oh, that's, that's funny. funny. I like it. <laughs> What's up, Joey? <laughs> <laughs> A little Catholic shout out. <laughs> we need Brianna and Joey in the house. <laughs> Going to mass on Sunday. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know what else I thought would have been perfect, though, but it happens in the future. I wish it would have happened here first. Yes. Also, when they're telling Ross, Great house, we need to swoop in there. Swoop, swoop. Because <laughs> that comes up in a future episode. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's decades from now. <laughs> swoop, swoop, swoop. <laughs> and it is Chandler in the future telling somebody, I think it's Ross again. <laughs> swoop, swoop, swoop. You're asking women how they went to be killed. Hi. <laughs> By something or by drowning. <laughs> Whitney, I think we've lost our audience. We're just cracking up over here on our own. Like <laughs> I heard friends saying, you got every single one. Of oh my gosh. That's hilarious. Whitney, we're losing them. Swoop, swoop. <laughs> oh, oh man. Why did you not hear that when he's all telling Ross to swoop? I'm all, swoop, 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 swoop. Honestly, I swoop. didn't. <laughs> like you just said it. Oh, I was trying 
again, I should have because I was trying to get the Joey uh, quote just right. Just like, so I wouldn't like mess it up. And I heard that so many times, the swoop. How's the time to swoop? <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, that's funny. Okay. I'm gonna make our cold open. <laughs> I swear, I swear. We, have, we actually have so many moments in here, honestly, that I was thinking this this is gonna be the cold open. Nope, this is gonna, gonna be the cold open. You're gonna have to tell open. me because I'll make a note and try to find it because. Oh, geez. I don't even know now. I'm thinking back. I only wrote like, down this... right now. Cause, only because it occurred to me right now. I don't write them down ahead of time. I just like wing it, baby. Well, um, yeah. I mean, so they usually come yeah. organically. <laughs> Yeah, well, also, it's more like, uh, I don't have a lot of time to plan, busy working mom over here, yeah, so exactly. it's just like, uh, what's going on? Oh, man. Perfecto. I think it's just worked out in our favor. Mm-hmm. But, so yeah, that's the end of Paolo. That's the end of Paolo. Um, that's the end of Paolo. You, you finally have your Ross and Rachel moment on the balcony. Yeah. It's almost reminiscent of, oh, it, it comes full circle, actually. Uh, they're back on the balcony, except for this time, uh, like, Ross is really trying to <laughs> talk to her, and she's not pointing to a cat that's about to jump on Ross. <laughs> um, but anyways, it's uh, they're on the balcony. He's trying to, you know, tell her, like, how amazing she is. And you deserve, like, somebody who, who knows, like, knows what he has when he has it kind of thing. And mm-hmm. anyways, like, Paolo just clearly was not that. And she, she goes, oh, Ross, if you think that maybe she might say something that would reciprocate some kind of feeling. Uh, but she's like, I'm just so over guys. <laughs> Yeah, she's enough, guys. Don't want to look at another guy. <laughs> I don't want to talk to another guy. Sorry. Yeah, and he's just like, oh god. <laughs> like, like he, at this point, he's got his, like arms crossed in front of him. And he's like backing up from her. <laughs> to reference a future episode. No, 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 no. When he sees the baby in the future, and he's like, it's your future, son-in-law. No, 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 no. No, no. <laughs> Rachel's like, I'm swearing off, man. He's all, no, 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 oh, no, no. <laughs> We're just making that up. That's not exactly what happens, but <laughs> no, that's funny though. That oh my gosh, that's, that's that's a funny episode. Okay, so anyways, um, so she then she's going on like her whole deal there, and he's like standing there, like, okay, like what do you say after that? And she goes, oh, Ross, and she wraps her arms around him, and you're just so great. She's like nuzzling up to him, and he's like, okay. <laughs> so they go inside, and he is actually trying to talk her out of this whole, like, anti-man Giving thing. up men thing, yeah. Yeah, it's like, um, mm, please, like, not every guy is a palo. You know, there's lots of really great guys out there and blah, 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 blah. And then that's when she had spilled, oh, I know, and I'm sure your son's not going to be one of those guys. And and then that's when we learn that Ross is having a little boy. But, yeah, because she's so that brought that back. And he's like, not every guy's gonna be a Paolo. You just need a better screening process. Uh-huh. And Rachel's like, yeah, you know, because he's like, not every guy is gonna be another Paolo. You know, some cheating right. jerk's face. And she's like, no, I know, and I'm sure your little boy is not gonna grow up to be one. Mm. And bam, that's he's like, what? She's like, what? See. Yeah, she's. That's where she's I'm having a boy. Yeah, she's like, uh, no. I'm having. I'm having a boy. I'm having a boy. I'm having a boy. I'm having a boy. Uh, and that's where all the excitement about having a boy comes in. Yes, you're having a boy. You're having a boy, and Chandler and Joey run in, and it's everybody in the room, and I'm having a boy, and I'm having a boy. Oh, you already did that. You already did that. I'm having oh, a good time. And it ends. Yay, and that's the episode. Yep. Wendy, do you quote this episode at all? Um, <clears throat> Nothing's 
stuck out at me where I'm like, hey, I still use that. No, I think we've, there have been episodes, I think not very many, where we say, yeah, I quote this, but not very many. Mm-hmm. And we realize that, you know, we think it's just because it's the first season and the first season's pretty darn good, but it's all the funny. other seasons are just freaking that much better. Well, and also, like, you have a lot of your, uh, like, more iconic, um, well, it doesn't even have to be an iconic phrase or whatever, but you just have some more very, I don't know, you just have more phrases down the line that you'd more, like, you'd use I guess in more situations, I guess. But the way they deliver it, the scene, yeah. like, the scenario, it makes them unique. But like you said, I always tell everybody, Friends is so applicable to everyday life. You can apply it to it any really situation. Is. And yeah. it sounds like normal speech. I think I... But it's a standout. Week before or something like that. Like, my friends um, from, like, you know, whenever I was going out a lot in my 20s, um, here in, like, Norman, or Shawnee or Norman, like, at St. Greg's or here in Norman, um, like, huh, they heard me quote friends quite a bit. Or bring back a situation. They're, they'd be talking about, oh, well, this happened at work and blah, 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 blah. I was like, oh, my God, the same thing happened to Chandler. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, here's what happened in friends during that. Like, like, I would always do that. Because, like, I could always find some situation to bring back to friends or relate a real life situation to an episode of friends because it's so relatable that's why it's yes. so classic exactly hey did you see my facebook stories yesterday no i didn't one of my posts i wore my friends t-shirt to work out they don't know we know we know they know we know something like that <laughs> that's what my t-shirt says <laughs> but it says what phoebe said i didn't see i didn't it wasn't they i didn't see know, the stories know, they know. it was in one of the groups but it was like asking a question i was like no i don't want to answer the question because i didn't work out <laughs> I just, I just really wanted to comment on the shirt. No, you should still answer the question. I didn't work out. I love your shirt. You need to go back and say that. What we need talking about is that I have a Facebook group, and it's called Secrets of the Working Mom. You're invited to join, even if you're not a working mom. But you do have to be a lady, because we talk about lady things. (laughs) You don't have to be a mom. You don't have to be working a full-time job. But you must be a lady. You have to be a lady. We talk about lady things. Because I also post lady pictures. But I don't want to post all over the internet. Mm-hmm. Anyways, speaking of lady parts, I think we're ready to move on to our trivia questions for the upcoming episode. Yes. Episode 13 is... I don't even know what episode's next. Well, is this... Get ready, my friend. The one with all the boobies. How do you know this? It, I just... Is I it because I was my... saying lady parts? No, that might have actually jogged the memory. But earlier I today... I, that. I I went through uh, earlier and I was scrolling through like what was coming up next. And oh, I, I, I was like, I think title. that one was it, but I couldn't remember for sure. Okay, that makes more sense. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you're just like a freaking genius who remembers stuff from 25 hey, years ago. This was still from, like, earlier today. <laughs> <laughs> I saw these titles earlier today. Good job. I saw these titles, like, this morning. <laughs> yes! Episode 13 is what we will be covering next week. And it is called The One with the Boobies. I love so. this episode. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, I didn't realize who shows up in this episode. Uh-huh. And... I guess we'll talk about it once they get there. They're like, he's so cute. And I'm like, no, he's not at all greasy. <laughs> anyway, so episode 13 is what we will be discussing next week. It is called The One with the Boobies. Question number one. Who discovers their parent is having an affair? Dun, dun, dun. Question number two. Everyone feels the same way about Phoebe's new boyfriend, Raj. <laughs> Do they love him or hate him? Oh, okay, if you're a fan of the show, this should be easy. Oh, that's an easy one. Yeah. Remember Alan? Oh, yeah. Monica's boyfriend? Everybody loved Alan. Everyone loved Alan. So I thought, hey, let's just have another question like that. Yeah. Do they love him or hate him? 
Now, here's a new question format for you for number three. It's a fill in the blank. Fill in the blank. Are you ready? Uh-huh. Raj, Phoebe's new boyfriend, Raj <laughs> says, and I quote, sitting in your stupid coffee house with your stupid big cups, which I'm sorry, might as well have blank on them. Fill in the blank. <laughs> now, I know Whitney knows the answers to all of these questions. Do you know the answers to all of these questions? If you don't, you need to go back to season one, episode 13, the one with the boobies. Because yes, boobies also come in, come up on this. Um, if you can't answer those questions, you haven't seen the episode in a really long time because I really think all three of these answers are super obvious. Oh, sorry, that might as well have nipples on them. Wait, you just gave away the answer. <laughs> I really oh my God. over my lunch period at work. I downloaded the episode yesterday onto my phone. I, was like, I have a feeling I'm not going to be able Can to watch it. Can you cut this part out? Because like, that was, <laughs> I didn't even see that. I thought you had paused. Oh, my I God. Did, I hadn't paused. Well, I did. I was trying to talk, but you left, and then I couldn't make stuff up anymore. And I was like, I'm going to have to pause it. <laughs> Oh my god, I said that right after you hit record. Yes, I hit record and then you was like, might as well have nipples on them. I know. Oh my god. I saw I didn't I actually looked to see if it was recording or not. I was like, <laughs> it wasn't recording until it was. Until it was. <laughs> it's so funny. So yes, I I didn't see all of it completely, but I saw a big chunk of it when I was trying to get trivia questions for episode 13. And um dude, Raj is funny. Roger's really funny. Oh, funny. Did you he see, makes to go back. funny episode. <clears throat> I'm gonna have to go back and look. Did you see? Uh, this was popping up on my like Google uh, homepage. That the friend reunion act- is happening. Well, no, like the, the the actor that played Raj. Uh-huh. Uh, what's his name? I think his name was Fisher Stevens. Don't tell me he died. No, uh-huh. oh, no, no, no. Okay. He was like issuing apologies to the cast of Friends, and I'm gonna have to go back and actually try to find that and read it to see like why, why he was apologizing. Was he a jerk like Raj? Probably. I mean, find out, and then you can tell us next week. Yeah, I'll have to research that. I hope it's not for something stupid. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to see if I can't find it. Yeah, I I mean, unless he was a jerk on set. Hey, maybe he had to stay in character. He's one of those method actors. But Raj was actually really nice to everybody. Oh, yeah, he was. Until he wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) Define me. Define me. (laughs) You know, he's right, though. Emotionally stunted, codependent group. <laughs> Define me. Define oh, me. God. He was really funny. I, I've got to find this because this is going to drive me crazy now. I mean. I'm going to say this right now before I forget. And I know you will remind me next week because your memory's better than mine. One of the first lines. Yeah. I think, I think it's Rachel. She's like, he's so cute. Either uh, that or Phoebe says, he's so cute. I'm like, no, he's not. He looks oily and greasy, and it looks like they try to make him creepy. I disagree. <laughs> so remind me that I disagree with that line. Oh, man. When we talk about Raj. Roger. Oh, it said, yeah. Fisher Stevens apologizes to the cast of Friends, Radio.com. But why? Should we say that next week? You know, maybe. Uh, I remember, I was going to say, I remember a story that Lisa Kudrow would say, like, talking about a, a guest star, 
that she especially appalling because of some of the comments that he had made. Like, I think that she was described, like, that she found, if, like, um, especially appalling because of some of the comments that he would make. Uh, oh. I don't know exactly which which star that she was talking about, but, like, I think she had said that, mm -hmm. so, like, one of the guest stars had called her uneffable or something. Uneffable? And I'm like, oh, what's that? And I hope it wasn't Rods. Good night. There's one to be talking. I know. That's it. I hope it wasn't John okay. Levitt. Yeah, I'll read this. Bears overboard. Bears overboard. Grab a sugar row. <laughs> that one's coming up, too. I know. I saw it. I guess the one after the boobies. I saw it the other day. <laughs> oh, it's so, so funny. funny. John Levitt is the best. Huh. <gasps> Whitney, it's almost midnight. I have to be. I have to get up soon. I haven't gone to yeah, bed. I'm going to read this. We'll talk about it next week. Yeah, do do research on that. All right. Yes. This I'll is have to fantastic. Do it myself so I don't lose it again. This is oh fantastic. Oh my gosh. We talked about a lot of stuff. We did. It and was we fun. Talked it we talked about all kinds of stuff. But we're only going to put it related to friend stuff because that's what people care about. They're here for the friends. They're here for Parrot. Parrot. <laughs> Parrot. But I can add some of the fun stuff. At the end. So after we say goodbye, stick around. Because just like in the movies, there might be a little extra, extra, a little something, something. A little something, something. <laughs> yeah. Do the young kids even say that anymore these days? Probably not. No, I don't know. I'm still rocking, like, you know, skinny jeans and a side part. I don't know. <laughs> Which apparently I... is a big no-no at somebody my age, so I don't a know. A side part? What's in? Yes. Did you like... No, I don't know that. Huh? What? It's not Yeah, good? skinny jeans and a side part. That's not good? Yeah, apparently we, sh we should not be doing that now. What are we wearing? According besides... to the youngins. What are we wearing besides skinny jeans? I don't know. I don't know. Everybody don't at work know. wears skinny jeans. Don't tell me bell bottoms. I'm not doing that shit. I'm just not. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of the 70s. Okay? Oh, all I know is from what <gasps> oh, I apparently was told from TikTok. It's those wretched mom jeans. They even Saturday Night Live made fun of them back in the day. Like the 80s, like the high rise. <laughs> and then like the crop top and the stone white. It's like the freaking 80s, man. No, I'm not. Do you know what I wear high rise? The only high rise I wear are my workout pants, man. I need that. There you go. I need that wrinkled, stretched out, loose skin hanging to be held tightly. That's the high rise I wear, man. There's an image. <laughs> Beautiful. Picture that one. <laughs> oh, this body group babies, man. Hell That's yeah. <laughs> you try to do that. Body group two babies. <laughs> you know, I was I was thinking about getting my loose skin cut off, um, and so I was like, I want to do it before really? I have my yeah. I was like, I want to do it before I have my big birthday, but it's really because I have an umbilical hernia, and I've had it for uh. nine years. Mm. So I'm really fortunate that I haven't had any issues with it. And my doctor said, mm. well, if you're gonna have more babies, like you shouldn't get it repaired if it's not bothering you, because once you, if you have another child. It'll probably get stretched out. You'll probably get it again. Yeah. Like, whatever. And so I've just kind of waited. Fortunately, I don't have any issues. But I was thinking... So I'm, you've had baby number two. Are I you wanting to be baby number three? I would not be opposed to baby number three. I've actually <laughs> been talking about baby number three for the, like, the past week. My husband is like, what the hell's wrong with you? No. No way, Jose. And I'm like, well, you're, you don't have the final say. And he's like, actually, I do. Mm. And I'm like, actually, you don't. And he's like, actually, I do. And I'm like, actually, you don't. And so he's afraid <laughs> I'm going to trick him. And he's like, yeah, you're going to be like, oh, no, I didn't think I was fertile. Oops. Like, I'm pregnant. 
I was like, I would not lie to you on purpose. Like, you cannot do that to people. Like, you don't trick your spouse. Like, you don't lie to them about something big like that. And like, but what I am saying is that if the Lord wants a baby to be born, he or she will be born. (laughs) It doesn't matter if you're on birth control. It doesn't matter if your tubes are tied. And it doesn't matter if other stuff. I'm not going to get graphic. But (laughs) I know way too many people that have gotten pregnant with the two things that I have just mentioned. So I'm like, that is who that, I'm not talking about like, I have the final say over my husband. I'm saying the Lord has the final say over both of us. Both of us, yeah. Over both of us. I know people that have gotten pregnant with oh, their side. I have, I have friends who were conceived when their parents were on birth control and whatever else you want to think of. So I'm like, if the Lord really wants it, that, that's why nothing's 100% guaranteed. Well, makes sense. So I'm like, well, actually, no, you're not. Hey, it's in, like in that future episode of Friends. When he's talking to the Xerox copy guy, because he's like, you're the same, you and I. No. No, we're not. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. No, we're not. we're really not. That's what our conversation was. You're not in charge. You don't have the final say. Yeah, I do. No, you don't. Okay, it's not exactly the same, but we know and love friends so much that we'll twist it, amend it, and make it fit into our current conversation. Yes. (laughs) Man. That's how much do we love friends. Yeah. I will see. I we'll have see. lots of friends right now okay. that are that are pregnant or just had a baby, and they're like forty. Yeah, and Melissa just had a baby. Yeah, I know. And there's I know two other girls forty yeah. who are pregnant, and I'm like, oh my god, I, I don't want stars it. had babies before. I don't want it. Not forty. <laughs> my husband's like, you complain that you can't even do this or that with two kids. Well, you I mean, want your, one? your kids are a little bit older than me, um, <laughs> a little bit more self-reliant, a little bit more. You know what? Um, I think that's what it is. Self-sufficient. Too. I think that's what it is, too, because I finally feel like I can have more time for myself. I can breathe a little bit more. Yeah. I'm not so stressed. I also think it has a lot to do with that my daughter has changed schools, and she mm-hmm. doesn't have homework out the wazoo anymore. I, I mm-hmm. think that has a lot to do with it. And like you said, my kids are older. I do Like, they are more independent. They still need help in one more than the other. My, but I still have a five-year-old. My oldest is six. I have a six and a three-year-old. Yeah, so your three-year-old still needs a lot of help. Like, the three... The, so does your six-year-old. Three and, and a half. Like, he's three, he's three and a half. And he... Just got potty trained, so now we are like completely out of diapers. Like, oh, <laughs> like, we are we are we are doing pull ups at night, but hey, man. that's about it. I and need to burst your bubble. Wait till he decides. Hey, I yeah. got this pottying thing down. Oh, I can control it. Oh, I can pee in the trash can if I want. Oh, I can pee standing on the trampoline into the grass if I want. Oh, I can pee into the bathtub oh, if I, I want. That's oh, what he my was doing that before his potty trained. <laughs> Well, my son didn't do it until, like, recently, around Christmas. I was like, dude, you didn't even do this when you were learning how to go to the bathroom, and you're doing this now, years oh, later? I had to stop I had to stop giving Maddie and Billy, like, showers together, because Billy would turn and try to pee on Maddie. I'm like, all right, so separate showers for you guys now, for now on. <laughs> we didn't yeah, run into like, that, because I always bathed my kids separately. It was just, it was rare that I bathed them together, but... Well, they're so, they're so close in age. Yours, yours are. You know, it's like they're so close in age. It's like if you want to do bath night, just get them, get them, get them in the bath, get them bathed, get them cleaned up, and then you're done. <laughs> <sighs> but then Billy tried to like thought it was hilarious to start peeing on his sister, and I'm like, of course it's hilarious. Mm, Hello, you're peeing on your sister. Right. <laughs> like watch this, and you can't get me back. <laughs> you can't get me back. What are you gonna oh, do? Everybody, you know, it's kind of nice on the boy though, because whenever he, uh, whenever he, um. Realizes that he has to go like pee pee while we're in the car and we're stopped somewhere. Like I picked them up from school, 
I took them to get a snack. And before we were able to get home, like we got in, got back into the car and he, he's like, mama, I have to pee pee. Oh. I'm like, oh, okay, well here, um, I have a cup that I'm done with. <laughs> so I like had him stand up in the car and he peed in the cup. And it was easy. <laughs> and then threw the cup away. Perfect. It was a styrofoam cup with the lid, whatever, just took the lid off. Perfect. Let him pee. Yeah. And then I don't the think you're going to be drinking out yeah. of uh, a cup you're going to uh, reuse. Peeing into a cup you're going to drink out of in the future. No. That's only for emergency situations. And no. in which case, you would still throw it away. Even <laughs> after it goes to the washing machine, I'd be like, no, nope, still tastes like nope. pee. <laughs> nope. 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 That's the pee cup. That's nope. the pee cup. That's full of pee. Forever. That's full of pee. Forever and ever. Forever covered in pee. <laughs> Anyways, so that's it. Yay, potty training. <laughs> Yay, parenting. Yay, moms. <laughs> Well, my mom, it is too much. I don't want to do it again. I'm... <laughs> yes, it is. Even though, I'm All right, so we're going to say goodbye. <laughs> yes, we have to say goodbye. We could talk forever, actually. So, oh, we could. Bye for now. And we'll talk during the week via text and like all that good stuff. Like all always. Right. I look forward to next week. It should be a good one. Good one with the boobies. Yay. <laughs> I know, I love this episode. It's so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> all right, then. Good night. Oh, I need to close this up. Good night. I never close. Oh, do it. I'm going to have to cut and move it. Move all right. It all right. Thank you for being our friend, for being with us every week, reliving the fantastic show that is Friends here on Pivot Podcast. Pivot, a Friends podcast. So if you enjoyed today's episode, please do whatever your podcast platform asks, which is subscribe, follow, rate with five stars, leave a fabulous comment about how much you loved it, and share it with your friends because you are our friends. And we all love friends. Friends. Yay. Yay. All right, peace out. Have a good night. Bye, Whitney. Love you. Bye. Love you. Fuck, <laughs> and today I think I'm winning. I'm going to be so early today. Now I'm like, uh, where's all my stuff? I've been dog pee and ironing kids' shirts at the last minute. I've been looking for this t-shirt for Anaya for like three days. Couldn't find it. Couldn't find it. And I looked again today. Couldn't find it. Couldn't find it. Because they're going to wear it to school on Friday. I was like, I washed it. It is clean. What happened to it? Was it rumpled up in the bottom of something? Like, I don't know. Yeah, pretty darn close. Um, I had it sitting on the couch forever because I was going to put it away. But they kept canceling school in person they're like no nah, just uh, online learning tomorrow don't don't come back mm-hmm. yet and it's like even though all the electricity stuff has, has passed where we are they're yeah. like i'll just stay home so people can have more time to settle and i was like all right well i just i procrastinate another day putting away all that clean laundry because i have to iron everything and then well my husband hector got tired of it sitting there so he i came home from work one day and it was all put away it was all gone it was like a big old pile like a big old mountain of clean clothes <laughs> but now i'm like okay where's that spirit shirt so like I said, go find it. Yeah, I started looking for it three days ago. Couldn't find it. Looking for it today. Can't find it because tomorrow's the day to wear it. And I'm asking Hector, what'd you do with it? He's like, I put it all away. Or I gave it to Anaya to put away. And I was like, oh. Mm. That would be why we can't find it. Yeah. So she said she looked for it too. She couldn't find it. I looked again. So I told Hector, well, we can't find it. I was like, she's going to have to wear her school uniform shirt tomorrow then. Because I needed it to iron it because I knew how wrinkled it was when it was right. clean. Waiting for me on the couch for days. And... um. Hector's like, he goes in, he walks back out. He's like, here it is. I was like, oh my gosh, why did you find that so fast? He goes, I asked her, what'd you do with it? And she said, did you hang it like I asked you to? And she's like, yeah. He's like, no, it's not here. He goes, did you throw it over the rail? And then it, maybe it fell off. And it was it was hiding like behind 
the hamper on the floor. Even more. Oh, man. Yeah. So he hands me the shirt. And now it's like seven minutes before you and I are supposed to be online for Zoom. I was like, of course. Of course. So, oh, goodness. Yeah. So that's why I had to iron it. And then the dog looked suspicious. And I couldn't leave the iron to run after him. And sure enough, he peed in the hall. We just took him outside. That's why he waits till he's inside. And I think it's funny. It's just a little dribble now. It's a, it's a little after afterthought. <laughs> oh gosh, enough to run down the tile grout. <laughs> oh my goodness. Where's my hapadillo? I was gonna say, is that you? That's what you're drinking right now, is the hapadillo? Yeah, because I picked some up over the weekend, and because a lot of stuff was sold out. Oh yeah. And um, but there was a lot of beer, but all they really had there was the hapadillo, which was good. And other stuff that I just didn't want, didn't want. I like the hapadillo better, but I was like, well. There's nothing brand new here for me to try. Right. But the other week. Then, then I went down to Dallas before the snowstorm hit. And, well, I, yeah, I messaged y'all. Uh, anyways, uh, we went down to Dallas, and we ended up coming back a day early because we were going to get back to Oklahoma before, obviously, the, you know, all the snow and stuff started happening. And um, the day that we were leaving, uh, we went to Whole Foods, and I, ended up, I saw the hopadillo, and I was like, I have to try it now. <laughs> we well, had it a couple times on the... <laughs> I'm gonna try it now. So I picked some of that up and then I found that the dill pickle beer that I was looking for too. That stuff is good. Did you try both? Oh yeah. It was it was good. Tell, tell us about one and then the other. Um well the hoppy dillo, I mean, it was you know what you'd kind of expect from an IPA. Yeah, I was gonna say it's also an IPA, so not yeah. only an IPA. Yeah. So I mean, but I still enjoyed it. Uh the pickle beer though, that was good. Yeah, I still haven't yeah. tried that one. Oh yeah, I'm oh my goodness. Turns out I can't get it in corpus. We'd have to go to San Antonio for it is what I think. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I, I googled it when I was down there. I think it's like brewed in like Fort Worth or something, isn't it? Is I, it? Eh, anyways, but yeah. But uh, it said that they sold them at Whole Foods, and I was like, oh, I'll look when we go. So yeah, next time you go to San Antonio, pick some up. <laughs> it's really good. But what I'm drinking tonight is actually it is um, it's Stone Cloud Brewing Company, and it's called Chug Norris. <laughs> It's really good. It's a mosaic pale pale ale, and it's really good. Nice. It's tasty. Yeah. Nice. Whoops. Hold yeah. on. One quick second. 